Hi everyone, and welcome to Across the Airways, a podcast dedicated to giving weekly TV show episode reviews to along with news and opinions on the television industry. So this week, or on this episode, we're doing something a little bit different, as we are going to be recording a commentary on the movie Thor, as a part of our Road to the Adventures podcast mini-series, where we are providing you with commentary about all of the movies leading up to the release of the Avengers on May 4th, which we're very excited about. And I'm, of course, your host, Dan Schmidt. And with me is the infamous member of our Across the Airways core and the host of Smallville Retro Reviews and my co-host, my co-host on ATABC Nation, our very own. Hey, we got. Wow, that was terrible. I said, hey, every guy. Hey, everyone, it's Michael J. Petty. And Michael, do you want to explain everybody how this is going to work, how they can line up their DVD players or Blu-ray players with our little show here to make sure that the commentary matches up? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, basically, what we're going to do is uh, Dan and I have started our DVD. So if you guys haven't put in your DVD or Blu-ray or if you're watching it on digital copy, get that ready now while I'm talking because you're going to want to start when you start. Uh, I guess you can always pause and go back, but that's more of a hassle, so just keep going. Yeah. Um, once you get to the main menu, press play, and we will line up with you guys at 21 seconds in. And that is right after the Paramount Pictures logo. So if you guys look at your DVD player, or if you pause your Blu-ray, you'll see uh, the time marker, and it's at 21 seconds. In. So 0.00.21. 0. 0. 0. Yeah, that's the time code we've set Okay, so line up with that, then we'll be ready to start the show. Yeah. So we're ready to begin? I'm ready to begin the mighty pull. All right, everyone, get your mouse or finger on the remote to hit that play button as we count down together. Three, two, two one. one, Thor's hammer. Bust the wheel out. There we go. Some Thor's hammer on the jump. Oh, awesome Marvel logo again. It every time, but nice. it's still sweet. Can they store characters that makes them? Yeah, I think so. That's what they tend to do for all the movies. We've got a very epic opening here. And I will tell you right now that this was a movie that I was a uh, little nervous about going into it. Yeah. This is the one DC property that I was, I mean, Marvel property, I'm sorry. We record to a DC Nation. But this is the only Marvel property that I was really worried about getting translated to the screen. Again, I'm not the biggest Thor fan. I've read the comic, I know the general concept, and I just thought the ideas of Greek gods and things, or Norse gods and stuff would be too outrageous. Very much for the same reasons why Wonder Woman scripts never worked out. Yeah. Because the Greek god stuff seemed a little outrageous, and I didn't know if people would buy into it, buy into it, and I thought they were seriously going to take this sort Thor stuff as a joke. Especially with some of the dialogue in the comics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Very Shakespearean sounding and yeah. different. Very, very much like the James Bible sort of thing. Yeah. Because we're audiences we're like, eh. Plus Thor was a comic that stopped selling for a period of time, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Due to low sales. And what they did is they ended up having to kill Thor and then they brought him back in this big spectacular return, but and that's what brought sales back. Actually, uh, the writer that makes Thor make the most sense 
in my opinion, is J. Michael Straczynski, yes. who also wrote some Superman, and he and yeah. he also helped Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. He wrote most of One More Day with Joe Quesada, and because he didn't agree with the ending like us, he decided not to write those final pages. But he did some great work, to be honest, um, on Amazing Spider-Man before that point. Oh, absolutely. Because people sometimes hate that story, but... He did great work. He did some great work with Thor. Yes, he did. And much of his work on that kind of came into play here. Yeah, because what what he did with the Thor comic and why it made most sense was what they did with this movie. They blended magic with science. Yeah. And they made it make sense. Why well, Michael, as a comic book fan, has issues with magic stuff. I hate magic. And this was, I think, the best use of it here. Absolutely. Well, because it was more of like their normal everyday thing. It was more like our five senses to them. Yeah. It made it make more. Well, it's kind of like they're more like visitors from another planet or aliens more than anything. Yeah, else. I mean, they're more like Kryptonians or something like that, if you want to. Well, it's technically, like, if even in this opening scene right here, Thor was beamed down to Earth. Yeah. In a very Star Trek like way. Yes. Almost getting that idea of aliens. Beam me down, Scotty. And I thought this was very important here. What we're going into this explanation because how all the universes were created put together. Mm-hmm. It's a very nice, easy, simple thing, which I thought was going to be really confusing. The audience would be like, "Oh, yes, yes." So, um, yeah. To be honest, I forgot about this scene. Yeah. What well, kind of scared me when he said frost giants? Guys like, ah, oh, giant, that's a outrageous concept, and they show them, yeah, they're pretty cool looking. Yeah, no kidding. Guys like, oh great, we're going to see Power Ranger Monster. Who knows? Better. And they have the Cosmic Cube type thing. Yes. Which is going to come into play in the Avengers movie. Yeah. That's kind of horror, I think. Yeah, I don't know. That was awful, too. Uh, Can you explain to the Ice Age? It, yeah, true. Yeah. Well, that's a legit thing that people might not know about. And I really do like that they use the Bifrost as right. the Rainbow Bridge sort of thing and make that plotline seem a lot less silly. Because if you read stuff like Avengers 1, yeah, you re- you're you really like, this is part of our world. Like, what? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, especially when the Rainbow Bridge is actually... Drawn as a, a rainbow light. Yeah. I mean, it's some really loony stuff with really Thor comics that again in the movie. Oh my god, how are you going to fall asleep? No kidding. And Kenneth Branagh did an excellent job. Yes, he did. Setting this up and establishing this world. Yes. But, but Kenneth Branagh is a very professional actor and has done some very serious films. So he was probably somebody that's done serious films like. I think he did a film version of Hamlet. Oh, did? Oh, so he's used to this sort of stuff. He's used to this sort of stuff. I think he was the best choice for it. Because he makes silly stuff like this. Much more Shakespearean to buy into it. Yeah. Well, you do know that the story was by J. Michael Stravinsky, so... Right, that helps. We have that. Him and uh, Mark Potosavich. I don't know. These names, man. The guys who write for these names can't... What is Michael J. Stravinsky's talent Thor, I think? Yeah. With with the, the city and 
Well, they say it's in New Mexico. In the comics, it's in Oklahoma. Is it Broxton? Broxton, Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. Can Asgard actually floats over Broxton for a period of time? And then it gets, and then it falls, actually, because of Norman Osborn and Loki. Yeah. Which is a great plot line. Siege. It's a great line. And some stuff from Siege, in terms of Loki attacking, may come into play with everything. Yeah. And you know, and I hate to compare it to anything DC, but how they draw Asgard, or show Asgard with all the yellow buildings, it reminds me a lot like the comics version of Oa. Because remember, the Guardians laced all the buildings with yellow. It looks really cool. So. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Awesome grab given. Oh, no kidding. This movie. His voice just makes everything more profound and powerful. Which is why the Grinch is so good. Yes. He narrates that movie. It's so awesome. Everything ever. I, I have a hard time saying which one. Jammer. So I just go with Tamer. The Uru Tamer. There's like yeah. five names. This is a cloth that's going. Uh, yeah. Yes! Thor's coronation! It is good to be only wears a helmet at once, so it's a little much. It makes sense, I guess, why they didn't use it a lot. Yeah, it's more like a body thing. But, you know, I love Chris Hemsworth, but the smile he has on his face throughout this whole movie. He's like, I'm Thor in this movie, and it's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna have fun with this. Oh yeah, and he really, he really played it up. Yeah, he definitely was like having a good time as Thor. And honestly, this is a side of Thor we never saw really until this movie. Because Thor has always been the humble, not arrogant, selfless hero, kind of a lot like Superman in some ways. But in this, we see him. Yeah, well, and that was because we never saw this one at this point, right? Because they talk about in the comics that he was like this. But we never saw him yeah. when he was like this. But I think that's better because if you're going to have multiple sequels, the character needs to grow and develop. Well, especially for like the Avengers, too. Right. And, and I think this one, it made him a conflicted character. Which, and we do know there's a quote to come. Right. So, which will well, really involve him. And, and a big theme in the Avengers movie was about how. You know, these people who really have some real emotional and personal issues are Earth's greatest heroes. That they're flawed heroes. Yeah, and that's kind of what these movies are supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, yes, they're going to be heroic. They're going to be great because it's their movie. Right. But you're going to see their flaws more in this than you will in the other. Well, and within heroes, within history, they've all been flawed too. Oh, absolutely. It, it makes them argument. It allows us to connect with them and want to root for them. And I think the more the heroes are like us, then different is what gets us to root for them. And that's what Smallville did so well. Not yes. putting that into it. But that, I mean, this movie is a lot like Smallville in some ways. Well, I would think all of the Marvel films, I would think all of the superhero films out now 
are trying to follow that trend. Yeah, I mean, it seems kind of they were inspired by Smallville, and yeah. that's how they have to play their heroes, because they know that's how it works. And the same with Batman Begins, Yeah, as we'll do later on our Road to the Dark Knight Rises series coming up soon, but, I mean, it's kind of that way in that movie as well. Always that moment where you they're gonna get something awesome. Yeah. Pause. Oh. Maybe I thought I was And he just goes. Zero Frost Giant! Look it up. And you saw all the trophies. You saw the cosplay. Or you saw yeah. uh, the gauntlet. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's the, I, oh, this is a cool concept. Well, the destroyer is actually in the comics. Yes. We have to make a destroyer. Yeah. He wasn't that big in the comics, but then again, he was Obadiah Stane. Right. It was a cool thing for him to fight. Yeah. They really do look dead. Alive. And Odin is a lot like the selfless Thor that we know later on. Yeah. The kind of, you know, yeah. You know. Which good. The father character kind of has to be that. Or the heroes. Well, it's, again, like the Superman concept. The son becomes the father, the father becomes the son, you know. Yeah, the Thor universe follows a lot of those. Yeah. I really like Thor's cave, too, by the way. Well, you know, the Asperians are similar to Krypton. Yeah. You no, know, they're not dissimilar at all. Which fits, again, the aliens' concept that they're visitors from another world. Right, they're not necessarily gods. People just think them that because they can do things we can't. Right. And they call themselves that because that's what they've been known as. Right, well, they, they were more powerful. Their society was more advanced the first time they appeared on Earth. Yeah. So, of course, they're calling gods. Yeah. They're kind of like a primitive, advanced society. Yeah. Which is a weird way to put it because they have all these primitive weapons and tools and structures, but they're so much further advanced than we are. Does that make sense? Yeah. This was cool. I like the brothers there. Well, Loki is... He's ever the trick trickster. Oh, I know. And, and you really think here he cares about him. Well, I Well, <laughs> well I mean, we, we don't know, know but... But the way he played it... Yeah. Yeah. He makes Thor see it that way. Yeah. I mean, we know better than just comic books. Yeah. See? Well, brothers know how to push each other's buttons. Yeah. A little bit too much. And correct me if I'm wrong. Loki is the younger brother? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. 
That's what I thought too. But well, what makes sense is he would be heir to the throne. Well, no, because he's not technically blood, so he wouldn't well, be. Right. He's kind of like Thundercat. True. With uh, Lionel Tiger. But does he know that? Well, he doesn't, but Odin right. does. Yeah, Odin does. Austin, oh, he's a character in the comic books. That's really we saw. Yeah, he's on like Tilwalk. Yes. And Seth. Seth. This is weird. This was weird to me because she has a love interest for Thor. For Thor, normally, and nor and aren't they married? I believe too. Yes. They're betrothed. There's something like that. Yes. Now they are. Now they are. Okay. And then this movie, obviously, it's Jane Foster. Yeah, but I, I'm wondering eventually what the, the sequel felt if it's going to become Seth. I don't think so because Jane is still going to be a big part of two. Okay. And they're going to continue that romance. Okay. See, they have horses. They're riding horses, right. but they're an advanced society. Well, I, I, I kind of took Seth in this film as like the, the lowest Lane, the Clark in season four of Smallville. Okay. Well, they kind of had a brother-sister thing. They didn't really notice each other until they had to mature, I guess. For them to notice each other. I can go with that. If there's a four or three, I can go with that. Yeah, if we get that. I can go with And Hemdell's a great character. Hemdell's awesome. He had some really great lines with some stuff. Movie. Oh, yeah, movie, sorry. There you go. <laughs> a lot of people are upset that he doesn't look like Hemdell in the comics. He didn't look that different. No, I thought the actor did a good job. Okay, know who they didn't have in this movie that I was upset about? Who? Balder. Reminding of Balder the Brave, the third son of Odin. Um, but they didn't know. But he was more like Thor's sidekick for the longest time. They didn't know he was a son. Only Odin did. And oh, okay. Finds out later. Like in recent comics, they find. Well, that might be a two thing. That would be cool because I really like that character. Yeah. I mean, he's just as cool as the Warriors 3 and Sith. Again, I'll have to admit, I'm not as well-versed on Thor characters as I am. The world of Iron Man, most of the DC movies. So you have to remind us that's who Peter are. Yeah. Um, God, this is a cool concept here. Yes. Golly Trail Between Worlds, which is a giant, it's like a giant portal or a teleporter. God, just the detail they put into this thing. Yeah, the bifrost. The bifrost and how it fires. And it's like a candy. It's much cooler than just a rainbow bridge. Or a regular teleporter. Yeah, and we get the rainbow color again. The bridge to the bifrost. Yeah. But it's like traveling through a portal. Yeah, it's more impressive. Pretty much. And it lets up these neatly marbles from the point and show off. Yeah. Again, sorry if we get them confused sometimes, guys. We're more DC fans than Marvel, but we really do love Marvel. Well, we spent so much time covering the DC movies, though. With our DC Nation show, we're confused. Yeah. And this, this is awesome. Oh. Could it be awesome to fly like this? Yes. They should fly like that in the Avengers. Yeah. That'd be so sweet. And then Tony starts throwing up afterwards. Yeah. Look at that film. I was very impressed with this when I saw it in the theater. Oh yeah. I really thought all this stuff was going to be a really corny and maybe like, put some 
saw this at the premiere in LA and then he saw it with me. He was like, so what do you think? I'm like, I loved it. And he was kind of on the fence about it. Because he's more used to the traditional Thor. I just don't think it will work. I don't either. I was happy. He was decent about it, but Yeah, it just it's so again, this is a comic that's very hard to translate. Yeah. And I think they did the best they could. Both they have. I mean, this I think is the best part they were going to produce. Again, I originally thought he was going to appear on Earth and they were going to build up to this stuff. So I was surprised it started out okay. with it going full on other worlds and different planets. Well, I was surprised it ended the way it did. Yeah. Okay, we'll get to that when we get there. Mm-hmm. Amazing we're still. And the frustrating, it helps that they have awesome voices. And red eyes. Look at those yeah. contacts. They look so real. And the way they shot them, I mean, they kept them in shadow and stuff. Mm-hmm. To not make it look so corny. Well, even in like. Or look like Avatar people. Yeah. Even though these guys came before. Yeah, I know. Look how big they are. Yeah, and that's, that's all this camera angles. By the way, by the way, the Avatars, their design was stolen from a Star Wars Clone Wars episode. The original one. Interesting. I was, watch, I was re-watching that series and I saw that and I thought, crap. And there's Loki. Feed the wind. Or, while he's baiting it, probably. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of the scar of the Golden King. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and that, I think You're there's right. a. I wouldn't say that the Shakespearean thing, actually. That concept. Of the brother tricking the older brother out of his. Well, it's classic Cain and Abel. Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, that's really where all the start. They go back, they have a back. Well, within all myths, they have a story that's somewhat similar to this concept. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we want to make you go over it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. The other car is going to fuck this. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. God, this was cool to see him fight. Yeah. I was really questioning how they were going to do that, make it look. And they really went all out. Because they made all the warriors cool. And I think this is important to see them fight very quickly. Yeah. Because I think seeing there, you don't want to mess with these guys in the dark alley, you're going to take them more serious. Because they're really tearing it up here. Mm -hmm. Well, and the thing is, like, they're strong 
compared to our standards, but compared to Frost Giants, they're just normal warriors. Yeah. You know? And that's a side of them we don't get to see normally. But yeah, Thor's still like this awesome. Yeah. All of them crashes the guy's face. Yeah, the, the, the fighting is pretty vicious too. Yeah. You get a little cross for that. Well, they can get away if they're because they're frost eyes. Yeah. Oh, this is a feature group. True. That was cool. That's classic Loki. Right there. That was cool. Ooh, good setup for what comes later on. Yeah. To give that that surprise of our function. Yeah. Ooh. Could Loki be a frost giant? I don't know. That that just surprised the audience that didn't know so much about Thor when they saw it. They're like, whoa, what's up with that? And they do that nice development into uh, Loki's somewhat fall into becoming a full on villain. The fall of Loki. Because at this point he was just jealous. Yeah. I didn't think he wanted to screw over Thor. Ooh. He got stabbed. All those frost giants are You notice how Loki keeps arguing with him? You know, he's the one, Thor, we've got to go, we've got to go. Yeah. It's just like that thinking of staying war. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's a purpose for that. Right. Look at this giant thing. This, this is purpose. cool. I love when he's just like ripping him off with the hammer. Yeah, I wasn't sure how it was going to look. It looked, and they made it look really cool. It looks like a shield almost. You know? Well, it's moving so fast. Yeah. And, and you know, they said that in how that Thor do his error. got such speed that it was amazing. Because in the comics, it's hard to display a speed. Yeah. Something moving fast. Yeah. So then the fact that you got to see the full-on camera do what it's meant to do and how it's supposed to look. Yeah, that's really And then you see him do his throwing thing. Oh, wait. Not afterwards. That was like awesome. Yeah, that was lightning. Kind of detail they put in these sets are really well. And look at this, they're destroying their planet. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Well, I think that's the point that they're trying to make with uh, Odin when he comes in here. Yeah. His war just hurts both sides. Yeah. You know, he, he's, telling, he's telling Thor that there's diplomacy too. Absolutely. And at this point, I think Thor thought being king meant being good in a fight. So there's more to it than that. Yeah, which he didn't understand this point. And right. so, yep, he throws the hammer and flies. But he can hold his own really well. Sure. And then, just like Superman, and that's awesome. bam. That was some great flying sequences. That, yeah. And isn't something we've never really seen before. Yeah. Because a hero fly up and take out a monster. Well. And we talked about this when we did Iron Man too. The way Iron Man flies is more mechanical and robotic than the way Thor flies, yeah. which is much more zooming, straight, kind of like Superman. 
Well, and, and I think his point is a little more, it's not as controlled or yeah. detailed. Yeah. Because he's using a hammer to make himself fly. Where Iron Man has white thrusters and stabilizers and stuff. Yeah. To fly. Oh, oh then. And I don't think Thor can fly as far, right? He can fly forever. Okay. Really. I mean, there's really no limit. Oh, I know that Thor can also breathe in space and talk in space. Yeah. And I know that because he faced the Red Hulk and the Hulk issue. And Red Hulk held his breath and beat the crap out of Thor. Yeah. Which was frightening because Thor doesn't get to be cra- the crap in that. <laughs> yeah, no. You know? So it's kind of but there. You beat the crap out of him, too. Or no, he can sit around at that point. Because the little Red Hulk. No, 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 this isn't World War Hulk. I was just saying, I was trying to think. Uh oh. I'm talking about, yeah, post War Hulk. And this is almost a Jorel General God. Oh, yeah. Sort of thing right here. Well, that's what it was meant to be. And I think so the audience can, re- can relate to that the best. Right. So, really, they didn't take a lot from Smallville in these movies. You yeah. just don't see it because it's only hinted at. Well, you know. And, and I'm not saying they don't deserve credit, because they do. These guys deserve credit for this movie, because they made Thor understandable in the label. Well, they always understand that, you know, you know, Asgard's a kingdom. Right. And all, all kingdoms in all types of, these types of stories have a rival and an enemy. Yes. Then they're frost hacks. Yep. And it makes sense to have a character that's in between both sides. As in Loki. Yes. Compared to them against each other. He's trying to be one where he leaves it up. And. Ooh. This is a really lot I can see. Yeah. Not many people can, like, go scream at anything else. They make it viral. Well, and he looks sad about what he just. Well, they both do. Yeah. Like, even Thor, he realized I didn't need it. Ooh. Thing. Yeah. Well, he's hurt. He's, uh, yeah. This is like the most extreme parenting I have ever seen. <laughs> but, but you have to understand, the fate of his kingdom is on his shoulders. Well, I understand. And he, I think, with all intention, he, he knew Thor was going to come back. You know? It just he had to do this. He had to go to this extremes because Thor needed to realize how much weight is on his shoulders by becoming king. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand, but still, like, yeah. worst parent ever. Well, and the other thing at this point. Out. Well, you've heard of, you've heard the story of the prodigal son. Yes. Right within the Bible. Uh, and he comes back to his father. This movie's a lot like that. Yeah. I'll go with that. And Thor, even with him trying to go get the hammer from S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff, mm. I really think he was trying to get back to his father to apologize. Somewhat, too. That's definitely possible. Now, I don't think he's first. I don't think Odin foresaw anything that was going to happen with. Uh, Loki, though. No. 
Well, partially because Odin goes into the Odin Right. Well, and that was because both of his sons kind of let him down. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. Or got hit by a car. Yeah. Or doesn't have power during that one. Yeah. <laughs> we saw all this out very well. You're like, my father punished me. I get to stare at the nail department space. That's, That's not a punishment. Right <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's not a punishment. It's like, I thought I was in trouble. Hammer! Why is he talking to his hammer? Open the die cross. I love the other one. She's like, I need to get my information. I love this. You can. But then he gets phased. That's so good. Well, this is this was good too, because like the audience, like the audience members who might have seen the whole card thing, and still thought it was corny. This year is like, okay, someone in this movie agrees with me. Yeah. They realize how ridiculous this situation is. Yeah. And I think the best stories, the best fantasy stories, are the ones that aren't afraid to make fun of themselves. Oh, the absolutely. Aren't afraid to make them that they're all really ridiculous. That's right. Yes. And I, and I think this movie played off of some of that. Yeah. The other thing I'll is the car. Yes. The theater was cracking up laughing. That's funny. Everybody was so surprised at the audience with this movie. But they're like, this was supposed to be funny? Or I didn't realize this was funny. Look, he got to punch the guys, but he could only push the girl down. Yeah. Just saying. Well, that might be his foot of honor, too. Could be. Think about it. Could be. He was like freaking out. Freaking out, Jerry. I'm freaking out. Well, it is kind of, I mean, you kind of freaked out. Holy, it's that shot in butt that we can stop the buddy. Did you fail again? It's awesome. And if, I don't know if you've seen kind of Fran's interview, but he's a really big fan of Thor. Yeah. And all of his new movies, really exciting. So the guy seemed like he had a great sense of humor. Good. And it really came out of this movie, I thought. Absolutely. Because this hammer thing is outstanding. Well, this is where he left off with right. Iron Man 2. It connects off nicely. Kind of was a fun little gag. Yeah. I mean, everybody would want to try to pull a hammer out of there. It's like uh, the sword in the stone. Except Brian Michael Pettis. You never look really fit. No, it's all. That would try. I'd try it too. Okay, it's kind of cool. One shot of the hopes is that. I mean, it should be kind of scary. Look at that small town. Like, do those even exist anymore? I I think so. Do they? The certain states, yeah. Look at the really far west and really in Melanie. It's a cool setting. It reminds me of Angry Salt. <laughs> but you know, you know what? Seriously, it's really radically different. Yeah. Than than any of the other superhero films. 
Here we talked about how all of them look different from each other. Yeah. That feel like very different movies. Well, this is a very different movie. This is a very different setting. Yeah. So far, we've seen set the city. We've seen Malibu. Can <laughs> we see Europe? We haven't gone there yet. Captain America. Oh. But they're all very different looking locations in all rooms. Yeah. And so this fit perfectly. Well, I just like a little bit. I think it's cool. I like their little lab that they work in. And Jane Foster in the comics is a millionaire. Which was fitting when she came to the hospital. Yeah. But now she's a business expert. Which is funny because, you know, we talked about how in comics now there's strong female characters, but the dance all distress in the comics. Yeah. So to make her a more strong willed character or intelligent character that makes sense in her physicist. And honestly, Natalie Portman playing this role, it reminds me a lot more of um, Vicky Vale than it does Jane Foster. Yeah. Which I think is fine. I think Jane Foster in the 60s comics, which is kind of this innocent, whippy little nurse. She was kind of like that in the new ones, too. Yeah. But that's because they were stuck with the comics. She's restocked. In the movies, you can kind of twist it. Yeah. Around. Oh, she hits Thor again. Plus, they had to make a character similar to Natalie Portman. Yeah. Something she could play. Sure. Because we see her play kind of the wimpy little female character. We know how that one. Yeah. Everyone's lining up. I love this song. I thought this was such a great judgment song. Just add it to what it. What song is it? It's a song by Elvis. No, it's a it's a guy it's an Elvis imitator. I was gonna say. Yeah, it sounds like Elvis, not Elvis. But it's it was from that time period. And I just love it. I love this. Just, I don't know oh, what it was. Kind of like family, yes. Thought he Awesome. No, actually, I was mistaken earlier. This is the part where you try and... Oh, wait, no, I mean, this is the part where we left off in. Yeah, I meant it. Yes. And AJ Carlson has an awesome interest. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, the audience enjoyed that one. I don't know if you know And Cat Bennett's. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, it is. Don't pay you for She just randomly yells at the background. Don't touch my face. I love how he's so much taller than everyone. Donald I Hulk. love that. Yes. For those of you who don't know, that's Thor's secret identity. Yes. So it's kind of weird in the comics, but in the comics, Thor actually switches places. Yes. They switch bodies, is what they do. And Don, and Don Blake will go into another dimension while Thor takes his place on Earth, and then vice versa. And that would be way too complicated for a movie. Yeah. You couldn't have connected to the character. No. And you couldn't have seen him develop in the way that he needed to become king. Yeah, by doing that. Yeah. It was just complicated. And it would take 10 minutes to explain it. That's true. Well, so isn't there a whole issue where 
Don Blake didn't want to get stuck in the production. Because, like, he was, he was doing that. Well. Yeah, that was later, I think. That was really confusing. It was, like, after Core 600 or something. Yeah. When the Delmar was cracked. And then... I love he's putting it on there. Yep. That's what's so much. That's so much. right through. It's so much about it. You can't tell if he's lying or telling the truth the whole time. The trickster throughout this whole movie is really crazy. He's got his just desserts. So if I had a friend of mine who thought he was a terrible actor. I understand why. I mean, people said that about Tom Holland. I just don't think he got that he's a trickster the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you don't know the character, of course he's going to seem like a play. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, they even say it right here. You're like, he's a trickster, you don't know him. And I think seeing it the first time, not knowing the backstory, I can see where my friend was on and he Right. I'm sure now this is where Monty sees the Oh, yeah, I just think you need more time with Loki. Loki's a villain that not the average comic book reader knows a whole lot about. Sure. So they don't know where he's coming. I think Red Skull is much easier for audiences to catch on to this summer with the story and Red Skull. Yeah. Because then you can be the Nazi. And everyone kind of knows what that kind of entails. Well, and almost, if you watch that, and that's cool right class. there. Oh, yeah. For the show, the pressure. Well, and even in X-Men first class, though, I don't know if they've said about Red Skull. I mean, people don't necessarily know who she's actually shot is. But the fact they associated with the Nazis. And you understood what kind of character he was. Yeah. And you were fine with it. Because I personally didn't really know much about the character before. I right. Knew. And afterwards, I looked a bunch of stuff up. I'm like, oh, okay, well, this makes sense. Yeah. And well, and, and also, Magneto, with his actions, yes. is compared to World War II. Yes. That, that he essentially became the very thing that he was tormented by. He was tormented by, yeah, exactly. Like, he's probably Christian on that. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely, I understand. And that's cool. Origin of Loki right there. I thought this was a really well played scene. The, and, and this is where this is the one scene where he genuinely in shock. I felt it happened too quick. Yeah. I think this needed to happen closer to the end fight. Like right before or right after right after I, I think the problem is they need to own it to go on the own sleep. I think that's where they got stuck. But wouldn't he have still gone into it anyway? Isn't there a cycle to that? Well, it's, it almost felt like he had a heart attack. I mean, they say it's the Odin sleep, but I really felt like he had a heart attack. Okay. Like, I mean, it's enough emotional strain on a person. Human-wise, that they'd have a heart attack. I can go with that. You know, it, it's kind of the Jonathan Kent catalyst. It's just they made it big and fancy Thor-like. Yeah. You know? Because see, yeah, like, it looks like a heart attack. Yeah. It does. Okay, Loki's so interesting. He does care about his father. 
Yeah. It's weird. It's weird, but... Well, I think I may be able to buzz around this kind of thing. They care for each other, but they have to get through. Yeah, but not enough to kill each other or to even celebrate right. each other's death. That's where this is different. Yeah. Well, this place is always. Another one. That was awesome. awesome in the trailer. But the fear yeah. is great too. Fear I have to tell. I would. The chemistry between them was pretty good. Carrie wants to choose a flat character, but I don't. See, I've seen this movie four times already. And I don't, like the first time I said, I would have said yes. And I said yes when we interviewed it on ETA last summer. But now, no. I There's wouldn't. chemistry there. Yeah. I can't explain it, but I think you feel that. Uh, yeah. Like he, he, she can call him. Well, and she's a better actor than people give her credit for. I think people give her crap because of Black Swan and Star Wars. I really think that they've liked Black Lions. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, but I saw like, it was on the TVs at Best Buy when I was last there. I'm like, oh, that's just creepy. Yeah, I she did get a Oscar for She didn't? She did. Oh, I think she did. But I don't know. Because there was something that got taken away because she didn't actually dance a little bit. Oh, but. Well, people look down on her too because of the pregnancy and all that. She gave you more emotion than she did in the Star Wars movies. Yes. Their performance in this is about okay. She was good in number two. Right. Of Star Wars. Well, and even in number one to an extent. And, and the other thing is, you always Jane Foster kind of had to be an average girl. Yeah. For us to buy the relationship. To buy the relationship. And by Thor becoming humble. Yeah, to impress her. Yeah, in a way. And not just to impress her, obviously, but to learn from her. Yeah, get to work together. Go think for the average people. Yeah, that's And Natalie Portman can pull off the intelligent library girl a little bit. I, it gave it gave it gave me it gave me credibility watching this movie. Yeah. So if I get these actors like Emily Porter wants to be Yeah. I'll see it. And I never saw Crim anything else. But he's in this, Mars and Avengers. He's in that new Snow White movie, and he's gonna be in that new Red Dawn, which is gonna be released in November which I am so he's also in the JJ Abrams Starker. He has a really great opening scene. Oh, he was in that? Yeah. Who was he in that? Captain Kirk's father. Oh, the one that gets Yeah, but it's, it's really good sequence. Because I've never seen that. You and he I was the one it. that let us buy into the idea that, ooh, this is on our father's Star Trek. True. You know, I think this is... This is This mean. isn't a flat character. This I is mean. mean. She's dedicated to her work. Yeah, it is. Look at Coulson. 
that's Smuggler. I think he's an invader. I think he's an undercover alien agent. He's a scroll. Well, Shield's kind of done some jerky things with that. Hey, this is gold. Yeah. And look, they're making heavy women. They're heavy well, women. They're making yeah, yeah. women do heavy lifting. <laughs> the the, the Stone Star Guard character. Uh, what's his name? Dr. Eric Selwyn. Eric Selwyn. He, uh, he feels like it's wrong. I can tell you this. Yeah. And obviously Cat, funny. because Cat ends up having an iPod store. That, that part's funny. And everything's either in this lab or in this book. And you can't take this book for anything. Yeah, okay. Well, even Thor gets a thinks it's wrong. Well. Oh, that was yeah. funny how he gets her in the book. That was a nice little moment. Yeah. Their lab place is awesome, though. I will admit, yeah. I live there. And it's so cool to do something. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Like, it's a. <laughs> That's not a flat character. No. That, it, that you know, her work is important to her and she wants to make a discovery. And yeah. It's dedicated. And I think it shows the word that there's more important things mm-hmm. to people than just meeting a little off your hand. It's true. Yeah. Don't, does it? Shield even need a warrant to take stuff? No, yes or no. That's just they've done it different ways. That's just not fair. That's called breaking and entering and stealing. Well, it's the government. I mean, the government. But they need even the government. Yeah, I know. They need a warrant. Oh, but the government's always to be jerky. This was a cool issue. Just like this government. For him to just drop on the throne. Yeah. His horn rimmed very sinister. Um, I can see him showing up on TV screens on Earth in the Avengers movie. That'd be awesome. I can You go mad. And then Sam Jackson shows up. I don't think so, man. Mother. Yeah. That is a tasty burger. Yeah. Do you know what I, I would I would cheer. I kinda of really hope they let them slip into that bottle. That's if you're at one part one time. Yeah. Do you know what they call it in here? You can get a Royale with cheese. You know it's literally skull scroll off the planet. Get the big brain on bread. <laughs> Sorry, did that break your concentration? Yeah. Doesn't he have a scene with Loki? Yeah. Is it Loki? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Hopelessly. Oh, wait. I'll gun or something. It's going to be so long. It's something like that. Yeah, they have a scene when Loki's called Campus by the way. Joss Whedon likes to put a lot of poetry in his dialogue. Yeah. And he's writing for Sam Jackson now. Well, he's writing for Sam Jackson. And Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> and Chris Hemsworth. Done. So I'm like the emperor. Right? We're done. Very general. Well, that's kind of what they're going for. We're done. Very general side. Oh, I meant like the emperor Star Wars. What's, what's, and the bad guys always watch the Mew. Mew. I love Sip right there. 
that smile. She always sees right through Loki all the time. Here it comes. Loki took Sif's body at one point because that's it was sick because it's a girl's body. And here, Michael, this is another example that was a good connection between science and fantasy. Yes. It, and the old Narstad. Yeah, and saying that this world is similar to ours as they think it's a legend. Oh, yes. They think it's pretty fun. There's four. Two. Thursday is Thursday. Huh. Wasn't this one your least kind of Thursday? Might have been. I think it was. And one well, I like how it takes him a while. Yeah, yeah this is great. We have audience lost of here. We have cats for People are like, I can't play this. This is funny. I need a horse! I'm going to start walking into pet stores with yeah. that. I said I have to go in the room and do that. You should get someone to tell me about that. You look great. Put on the ATA, please. Okay. Michael had it again. Because then it ends if you didn't take it off the account. No. That's getting crazy. Oh, God, it really can hear me. <laughs> I'm crazy. Of course. Gosh, she is a terrible driver. She is. He's all thinking See, and this is the chemistry I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. It's good, you feel it. Yeah, you do. No, absolutely. I'm so involved in it, I can hardly speak. She's barely watching the road the whole fight. I know. They're going to die. That's, okay, I've tried doing that with driving. That's smart. Yeah. It doesn't work. For well, some reason, I would go by fence. Head on. See, they're not even shaking. I like how she thinks she's crazy for doing this. She is. It's good to yeah. And that's just the audience is thinking. Look at this bubble. It's also like people can go right through the bubble, so that's the point. Look at the bubble. It's just to make him look pretty well. Getting a sun fan. Ha! Yes. The sun bubble. Their mother was kind of annoying here. I thought she was dead in time. Well, you know, that's, that's Rene Russo has actually like, been a leading actress. They have a lot of movies. Yeah, my friend was like, wow, that is the mighty fall. Because she was a major character in the Lolita Lovett series. Like, yeah, I know. Uh, she know about that series. It was directed by Richard Donner. Yeah, I know. I did know that. And Jeff John worked on it. You know what? We are watching. Fun movies. They're a little bit darker than Superman. Oh boy, can't be done. This is a cool little installation. Mm -hmm. Kind of reminds me of E.T. a bit. Um, um, of course it would remind you of E.T. Well, with the, the tubes and, and that being your favorite movie of all time. One of my favorite movies of all time. No, it's so, like, it's so E.T. But they're even in the desert. DC kind of takes place in the desert. California. What? But it's still desert. It's still desert. And, like, no, there's more of a force than the desert. Yeah, it's a force. 
the head player is like, I'm going to go in there. <laughs> no, I'm going to fly out. Because yeah. he thinks he's going to be a sniper. Yep. I love how shields, like, all their communications still are dying because of the radiation. Well, I love that Thor still has his confidence. Yeah. Even with this part. He's like, I'm going to frame I got this. Yep. I'm a soldier. I mean, you see that? How cocky he is. And I think it's not until this point, the end of this scene, where he really realizes he's not he a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. That he's not the man. The man. Stan the man, like. Well, Stan, the man who wasn't even commanded this movie, he didn't get the hammer either. Yeah, but he drove a big truck. Yeah, he did. And he's still in work. I love when he says, I love his line of two apart from Spider-Man 2. Is it, is it a three? No, two is because my reason doesn't have his powers. Oh, yeah. I love that scene between that and that. And what was he mistaken for? You have none. Iron Man. Iron Man. And then Hulk. He was the guy who joined the cop. And what was he in Iron Man 2? Larry King. <laughs> That's yeah. right. He was Larry King. <laughs> I love this part where he warns her not to go out. And she's like, God, remember how you called me to do that? Oops. Yeah. Come on. He's a big muscular dude. You know, she evidently was attracted to that. Obviously. So she's like, I'm going to go with the big muscularity. He's good looking. He's a young guy. I love his style. Yeah. Like Chris Hemsworth is. I don't know if that was a director's call to just be like Chris Smile a lot, but it just makes every scene. I think Villain was more of the actor. Because yeah. he said he was going to have fun with it. And just, it's, but it, it does. You're like, Awesome, it's cool to that now. Yeah. It's going to get fun. It makes you excited in this scene. And honestly, I think the reason, Hawkeye, I think the reason my cousin didn't like this movie as much, honestly, I think it was because of all the S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. I remember my buddy in the audience was sitting next to me, and he grabs the bow, and my brother's like, oh no. He's like, it can't be. And you're like, I'm like, I think it is. He's like, you think we'll see Jerry Ryder? I'm like, I don't know, we'll wait. And we do. Because then he goes up and he's like, I oh, we're not going to see him. We were arguing at this point. You were afraid to see him or not. Okay. Even Colson gets well. Yeah. He gets dry kind of quick. True. And we see him, we're like, oh my god, it's Jerry Renner. What yeah. was Jeremy Renner in before this in Mission Impossible? Oh, the Hurt Locker. Did he want an Oscar for that? Okay. He won, uh, I think he won Best Actor for it. Okay. Yeah, he won Best Actor. Never saw that. Either. And he was in a movie called SWAT with Sam Jackson, actually. He's the bad guy in there. This guy should have been Michael Clark Duncan. He should have been Luke Cage. Yeah. I'm just saying. That would be kind of cool. Um, my, the friend that was saying he got excited that saw Hawkeye. He, he was thinking that they filmed his scene separate outside of outside and they cut him in. Possible. That they brought him in to do a separate shoot. Definitely possible. Because you never see him on the screen with Thor. 
And they thought some of it might have been a Bobby body double. Well, I don't think it was a funny way. Yeah, and they brought him in for a full shots. Because they hadn't seen film for a really long time. Because they even showed a preview of it really in the early stages. Then I think they cut this thing later. I think the reason they didn't show him before, I don't think it was because of money. I think it was because they want to save that for the Avengers. Yeah, I think they want to talk and say, yeah, I was rooting for you. You know, something like that. Yeah. I can see that being shown in the Yeah. Like he was there with them with the hammer and stuff. So that's how he understands them. Because he, he is there when he screams and stuff. Yeah. See? No, you see Thor down yeah. there. Yeah. And they made to talk about this thing. Three first left here, first piece there. Yeah. That'd be cool. You could just see the pain he's feeling. I know. This was kind of an anti-climatic thing. Well, it's it's almost a part of it. Yeah. You know. No, it is. I mean, to have something so amazing that to lose it—that's just. Well, remember, in the comics, he didn't have it in his hand for over 30, 45 seconds. He'd become powerless. Yeah, and that's kind of where he is now. And he's screwing at him. I, and I think it pains him that he's like, Father, how could you have hurt me this bad? Mm-hmm. Even Coulson's sad for him. Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's a sad situation. Yeah. And the only part we feel sorry for. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that kindness, her having that almost sorrow for him, is really what I think made him listen to her. Because yeah. he had to be with at his last home, she came to help him. Yeah. I can go with that. But now he's reading that description or looking at it. Oh yeah. That's what it means. Like, oh, I'm not worthy. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you thought your whole life that you're going to become this cake and you know, you have this power that's so amazing, it hurts a little bit. And how did it? Yeah, this kind of, that fucking shit. That tears at the heartstrings of that. Pretty deep sad. He's rooting for Thor. Well, it's better than the guy that's in charge now. Loki. Oh my god. Okay. I love that stuff she kind of said before. Magellanara. Loki. They should have drawn him more like the 60s comics. I like that concept. Magic is just science we don't understand. Mm-hmm. It just makes me feel better. Is she even stand before? See, I would back up the big bus for the guy. Mm-hmm. Here's an ugly professor. Ah! That's so mean. But it's true. I'm a little disappointed they didn't take that other part of the vendors. I'd rather pepper pots than her, so. Yeah, that's true. But I, I, I just wouldn't even put Stalin's Star's Guard in the event of her. like, forget that. Yeah, I understand that. 
just based on the way this movie ends. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to wait two years to know to get that resolved. Well, we're already waiting more years. Yeah. Yeah. Not even two. Probably. Well, why not Fargate release? 2013? 14? No, 13, right? Because they're filming in three three months, yeah. Probably. Sure. Filming in three months. The weather will get a little more. Yeah. I don't know how well it's going to be, but please get the story. This is kind of cool. He looks like one of the men from the Adjustment Bureau. (laughs) Have you seen that? Yeah, that's what he looks like. I'm surprised they don't have. I wonder if he'll be dressed like this in the other suit. If you went for Yeah. Why would he be down? Well, he like infiltrates themselves. Like, most people that rule, humans wear a business suit. So, well, I'll leave you that. I'm not sure. I mean, if I watch a TV, it is a crazy guy with this big horn helmet. It's like I take over her and I'm like, haha, that's funny. You're a loser. Okay. Words of sight. It's not for What? Well, that very soft spoken. Well, it's because he's supposed to play the sad son. That's what he's going for. I know, but that's what he's going for. I know, that's what he's going for. And he's trying to blame for the organization he knows he's going for. Because it feels like he's about to crack a flag. That'd be funny. It's in the middle Haha, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I would have bought that though. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, I thought Loki would be a little more playful in this movie. Yeah, he was. He and then he does that. He does that smile thing. You know, I love that. Or not really a smile, but you know, he's not yeah. telling the truth. But you know, he's not telling the truth already. So he's dead. Yeah. Then you just saw him lying there. True. This is cool too. Yeah, how do people not notice him? Because he's a god and he does stuff. He's not a god. He doesn't really matter. He's an alien. Well, can he, can he um, put up like garages and stuff? Yeah. Go set it off so people can't see him. I think you can, like, pedals, get remote cast spells, that's the way to describe it, but I think you can alter the appearance of people. Yeah, it was cool. That's such a wacky explanation. I'll probably use the light attack. There 
I love his explanation. She'll let him go here. Because the hammer didn't work? Possible. Sure, was it a Loki thing? It was a Colson thing. Yeah. They call it how bad for That'd be funny if they caught him. away from bars, okay. and then they go into I think he was kind of saying go. The good thing. Yeah. That's kind of like the surrogate fire figure. Yeah. Like the Alfred Penner. Well, he needed to talk to somebody. That was fatherly like. Mm -hmm. where his his yeah. from. This is a conversation you can't have with a lot of That's true. Yeah, this is kind of like talking to the, the girlfriend's father. Yeah. Sure. But Thor doesn't feel that way. That was interesting with the backstory. About her father and how he never listened. I wonder if that comes into play about something. The door too. Definitely could. Like he got sucked up into the bifrost. I don't know about that. It turns out he's actually Odin. It's like no, <laughs> maybe somehow as a god. He's Balder. That'd be weird. Yeah. But that would make it his sister. No. 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 It's just we saw that place. Man, it's a big deer. <laughs> I bet Tony Stark ain't have all those. Yeah, but Thor without drinking. I want to see a scene like that. Yes. Play with drinking coffee and And then Hulk comes. Yeah. You gotta drink some of them. Oh, that's what? Deer. So how did it intimidate over yourself? Yeah, not really, because it's Loki. But he has more abilities in the game, technically. Sure. Is Asgardian and Flash Capital. Isn't he half and half? Uh, no, it's technically full-blown Frost Giant, but Odin makes it appear. Odin did something to him. Maybe I can. As Gary. So the one with Pharaoh and yes. the Because he was where he get killed. Okay. Yeah. Because in the original origin, which is different from this one, yeah. Odin kills Loki's father and finds out that he is his son. Because what happens okay. is Loki meets his future self, and Loki's future self tells the little kid to have his father be killed. Okay. By Odin. So it's different. Okay. 
Well, well, Lafayette dies in the movie. It is really so. Sure. You can get away with it, I guess. Yeah. God, is it, does it Loki become King of Frost Trains? Again? In the comics? Oh. Maybe. I know he uses them to attack people. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah. I think it's more of a dictatorship than anything. And then he becomes a woman and that's really weird. He takes so spotty and yeah. he's a transvestite. It's a little weird. Yeah. But now it's all like normal. What? The red skull of the gate. Can we grab it here? Yeah. We jump forward and high. Sure, he's working with the scroll. Although, I guess. You're right, the guys are. They're not scrolls, according to Joshua. They're cemeteries, probably. Officers are. What they call them is not. Both of No, they call them the Chitari. The Chitari, yeah. Which really they are the ultimate versions of scrolls. Yeah. She's reading the book. Oh, yeah. Why does she wear that much clothes for that? It is cold. It's gonna be cold when we can't get her. I would be like, what's there? I always want to hang out with Thor. Not kidding. I wouldn't let him drink. He seems like a fun guy. Yeah. Yeah. Give her her buck. Duck, Thor, don't hit your head. She says that she's worth the college credits. She's kind of a stupid thing. She's still on that money. How does she work? She just watches. Yeah. Maybe it was included in this whole thing. Here's your book. Now let's throw it in the fire now. Whoa! Loki just forces it into the fire. See now? Now this is cool. That's kind of why she gets things thing for me. She's like, you appreciate what I do. 
And he's like, I appreciate more than that about you, Jane Foster. Yeah. That's a nice door impression. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's good. This is cool. This is really cool how he explains this. It's very, uh... This is the kind of like, because I'm like, you just explained the nine realms, so how do you explain all the other planets? And he explains the light tree, too. It's a nice hard to hard one. It's like he's like a just you my like a fairy tale character, you know. That's like opened out or off to a whole world. It's like Aladdin. Yes. Yes. A whole new world. And, and that's what amazes her. Like it, 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 it shows her a world that she beyond her wildest dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like this. You know, it's like it's like most landing instrument. Yeah, like you know, she and he actually never thought a man could fly. She always believed that there was more, and he gave that to her. You know, he gave her this wonderful gift to see oh, that there's a bigger world out there, and that's what I think Thor did for her. He actually her underworld. Yeah, you know, everyone says, you know, that Thor and Jane Foster's relationship came together much too fast. I think it came from just her sheer amazement over this big Asgardian world. Yeah. That she was able to that's why she fell in love with her. I mean, she was amazed by this. And that overcoming amazement of emotions. Because why she kissed them at the end you know, Yeah. yeah. Since when is the guy that felt like he got him with the Eternals married? I sit in the Asgard. I decided to get the Asgard. But he looks different than everybody else. Okay. Bobby plays the scene after the Good. Let's go. You always got a level of like loyal characters that just bends the rules. Mm -hmm. Just a little just bit like that. Get you excited. Like, the audience applauded him, did Of course. They laughed. Who won? But like, this guy did. Douchebag, that's that's smart here. He's all angry, man. Like Loki's really angry. Yeah, he's gonna get phoned in the eventually. Okay, Dora's gonna be like, ah, it's all gonna fail. He's gonna think he's so awesome. He's gonna be like that college professor, and then Sam Jackson's gonna walk out of there. Not sure. Yeah, I'd say take out all these guys. Thor likes these eggs. Thor wants these eggs scrambled. Thor will serve you in order to become humble. 
regain this power. Like, hey, the boar is now civilized. Oh, he can better Jane Foster. Yes. These are Paul's private insight thoughts. There was like the kids in the, the pacifier. Yeah. They're all wild and crazy, and then the diesel probably turns them out. But instead of this, we're going to fail the And she's not big and strong and scary. They should use destroyer. They should use the parts of the destroyer for coming to create the new army. Yeah. There you go. That'd be crazy. Do that. They should get a newspaper card. Yeah. No. My friends. Oh. And I love this here. That's what's this funny is for Why does he look like Barack Obama? Okay. Did you see that? Yeah. He looks just like him. I, I'm glad you described him as uh, Steve and Jimmy Chan. Oh, yeah. Guys. This is awkward. <laughs> It's like the code has come with it, but okay. All we need are tinfoil hacks. I know. He's just like, oh crap. Because of my crazy. The stories are real. My friend. I cannot go. You might be the actor that won't fuck that. Is it? I don't know what he likes me. No. No. Prince Charlie. The little guy with the beard. Could they just act in place Prince Charlie? Loki died to me. What is this god of Which is funny because the main character in Once Upon a Time uh, plays Chris Hemsworth's wife in Star Trek. Interesting. That's interesting. Connection. Connection. I mean, I think Loki was just a theater actor. Oh! Found. Did you hear what Loki just said? What? The Bifrost isn't the only way to get to Asgard. Yeah. That's how Thor gets back to Earth. Yeah. To figure out whatever it is. I was so mad about that. Oh, because you weren't sure how he got back? Yeah. Yeah, he probably figures out where he went. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the cube is the way back. That cube? I don't think so. <laughs> Either that or the people on Earth build their own Bifrost. Because the way this movie ends, it sounds like Big Fury enlisted them. Oh. So they could build their own Bifrost. Because they probably knew there was an invasion coming and they're like, we might need these people's help. True. Look, it's Tornado. They should have busted that out when he starts playing. When he changed transforms back into the car. Awesome. Oh, the score in this movie is really cool. It is really It's really epic. It fits the godlike feel of the characters. Awesome. I love this. I think it's, uh, he never tells me anything. So, yeah. I love the love paper relationship at the start. Mm -hmm. How do you know it's not like a straight Disney tag? Well, they can't stop starting. 
be that guy. Okay. Now this is more of the Thor you're talking about. Yeah, the selfless Thor. It reminds me when they toss what's his name in Lord of the Rings. The little guy. Was it Barry or Pippin? No. No, uh, Gimli. Gimli. Johnny Crazy. Toss yeah. me. That's what it reminds me of. Because I'm surprised he wasn't in this movie. He should have been most of Yeah, he could have been most of Ooh. Hey, this, was, this was cool. This was creepy. I like this concept. It was cool. It was creepy, but it made it a cool villain. Cool. Yeah. It's cool that uh, Sith was the one who stabbed him too. Yeah. Like, Char female character. And even though and she's out of this movie a lot, she's really well developed. That's how you need, you need to make Wonder Woman. Yeah, really. You know? Yeah, so she could play Wonder Woman. She could. Well, yeah, she could. I mean, now she's Sith, that's not going to happen. Sure. Yeah. You know, the whole thing was a really great character in Siege. Yeah. Did you read that story? Yeah. I mean, what, where, well, uh, what happens with him? Yeah. Afterwards, they clear his name in that whole situation. It was really cool. He was really good at that. Yeah. I kind of didn't say he was good in the story like that. So. Yeah. This is kind of close with it. I'm having a feeling. Like, and not really. That was a little bit friend thing. Yeah, come on. I, mean, I can't. That's how I to appease the, the shippers for that if there are any. True. I have a black. I have not There's that smile. There's the Thor smile. I got this covered. I'm full. I have this. As soon as he smiles, you're like, okay, I'll do whatever you want. This is what. You're like, this guy knows what he's doing. You should have said, come out, Dave. Hello. No, that wasn't work. That would have been fine. Come out to me. But I don't this did not be useful. So this is actually a pretty serious scene. Yeah. They really play this well. It's true. They had their fun. We yeah. suspended their disbelief. And now it's bad. The the score is beautiful in this part. Mm -hmm. It's a little Michael Bay looking, but it works. Yeah. At least there aren't too many. This is cool. Patrick Doyle did the score. Is it good? Then so why did they show it? 
And they just kind of sat for a corner. He really thought he could get through to Loki at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was coming to him and saying, you know, I love you, you're my brother. Mm-hmm. Well, Don his brother is a bad guy. No, ever. Oh. And this is why he attacks him later on the movie. And because, I mean, he gave him his chance. Did you expect that? I I did because I know who Loki is. Yeah. You know? I know he's the pure villain. Yeah. But it still, I mean, it still hit me emotionally. I expected him to It was sad. Him. Well, he couldn't have really, like, that would have been logistic because it would have just fried him. Blast the ground below him. Oh, yeah. Or you could have done that. You could have done that. But I, I guess that was the quickest way to think of Because they needed to have this moment between them yeah. where he kind of dies in our arms. And it's like Dr. Superman. Yeah, right. It's, it's more impactful from a movie standpoint. Yeah. Plus, I don't know if Loki really thought it killed him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It made it seem like he stole the fence. Well, where he could just blow away. If he would have thought that, yeah. the destroyer would have killed him. If he thought, yeah, he I mean, there's dead. other ways he could have done it. But he thought that would kill him yeah. because he didn't have powers. True. So he kind of underestimated him. Yeah. But yet he's sad, he walked away. Well, well, you do realize that Loki, at this point, doesn't think Thor is a hero or noble or anything. Right. He knows him as that angry brother. You know? Oh, uh, but what we're doing is capable. And then back. Well, he proved it. He could sacrifice himself. Yeah. Still extreme way to error that, but no kidding. It's a rocket! It's funny stuff. That was cool. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's super. Oh, wait. It's. A dead hand writing. Shazam! No, sh- yes! Shazam! You know, to be honest, this is kind of how you would make a Shazam movie. Yeah. Something like this. I would make Billy a teenager, though, if you Oh, absolutely. I would just be here for a little. Yeah. Who knows? Because she's like, oh, I want to track the link. Ooh, ouch. This was cool. Yeah. Alright, the mind is cool. See, and then he flies there and it seems actually. Yeah. People were kind of hoping to go out on With this fight. Yeah, but yeah, But I'm like, they gotta, they gotta save it for the Avengers movie. And the Thor Loki fight stuff. I think, well, I think we're gonna get a really good Thor Loki fight in the Avengers. Maybe. I have a feeling it's going to be more of all of them. Okay. Because Loki is supposed to be in 4 2. Okay. And I think the Enchantress and Executioner are going to be the main villains of 4 2. Okay. But I don't know for sure. Because I would really like to see you know, a full on Thor fight where he's flying, fighting people. Yeah, I agree. You know, because the, the Loki fight is more of a one on one close combat thing. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see a final battle thing where he really tears it off. I understand. More of that. Good. 
das, was es von der Historie her Nein, draußen. Ja. Yes. That was all I was thinking at really. Can you read my mind? Will Brian keep my right back? Is he Not. Uh, no, because he's not doing the gap bubbles. The bath bubbles. Which is upside. This is awesome. That was a great guy. Hamdell. Yes. Hamdell. Don't give him enough credit. Count this son of Cool. We'll be fine. You know, if we ever do a Marvel Nation show, your announcer voice should be rather near for our impression. Yeah, if you ever do a Maybe we can do that once a month. Once a year. You know. We need you now, come on. So come to the back of the floor. Shut up. I think that one got cut off. I think I'm Kind of remind me of Ivan Ooze's minions. A little bit. A little bit. I kind of thought about that too. That's why they kept them in shadow and did some things. Like, open the bypass. You never see a full on frost china. Do you always see them like at an angle? Yeah. Or in shadow? Yeah. Kind of like Doomsday and Small. Right. I think that's what they really went for. It's a little bit like what they did with the Hulk and some of the scenes in the Incredible. Yeah. Incredible 9. Or Avengers, Avengers Jersey Fall. Oh, yes. I've been waiting. It's a, a lot of people might be like, that was too fast and too passionate for that. No. But she did, she opened, yeah. she opened her up into a whole new world mm -hmm. that she'd never seen before. That's, you know. And now I'm leaving. It, it's more of like, thank you. Like, she worked her entire life to prove this stuff's real. Yeah. Before I let her cut it in on it. The heat. Plus, it made a sacrifice for power plant. We had to do that to make a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Plus, it's very fairy tale, uh, mythological, like, yeah. for him to sacrifice a woman. Sure. I mean, that's love interest. That's perfect for the story. Oh, no. Let me go. Or 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 who the facts are there and Clark didn't smell the smell. Yeah. Well I got a TV show in there. It was a CGI super. That's true. No. That was cool to have one here. Why is he on him in like a sexual position? Loki really does think of himself as a guardian. Yeah. He really does think he's doing the right thing. Kind of like what Lex Luthor does. 
know. Well, I think he thought it was the only way people would see him as Gunsgard if he was the hero and the Saber King. I think he really does want to save the kingdom. Because you know yeah. in Siege, when Asgard falls, he's upset. Oh yeah. He's upset that he caused it and he sacrifices his life for revenge about it. Yeah. Well, he just wanted Asgard back to where it was, right? Yeah. That's all he really wanted. But then it fell and was destroyed and then he got burned. Yeah. And then well, they killed kind of double, double crossbow a little bit. And then the tree, of course. Got that was crazy. Crazy. Oh, that was freaky. But I'm glad they got rid of him. I am too. He's, he's too powerful. Yeah, he's too powerful. That's the Superman argument right there. He was too powerful, but he had no character to develop. Right. That was the difference. I'm glad he didn't fit the Marvel Universe. So he, in, in my mind, like, like Thor and like Hulk should be like more controlled. Most powerful. They really are. And Black Bolt, I guess. Yeah. Because of his words. But, but again, he still has a somewhat weakness because he can't communicate sign language. Well, yeah, he has the sign language, so. I mean, it's a flaw. He likes Stephen Hawking. The century was like perfect. Yeah. For a fight at first. Yeah. I think it's anger all the time. I don't think Thor really ever wanted to like wipe out a race. You know? I think he wanted to go to war and get back at He just wanted to thrill. Yeah, it wasn't like Loki's gone too far. And really, at this point, all you really have to do is stop. Yeah. And they could work it out. No, absolutely. That's what's crazy. But, but it's always like, Loki's always just had a screw You know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's almost insanity. <laughs> If you really want to pick up the hammer and smash the floor, but never get tired. I break the door. Is that from the Kirby No, that was a uh, screen team. I like that little laugh he does when he throws around the cane. Yes. He's like, ah! I like that. Very villainy. Oh, that was cool. Destroying the Bifrost. That was a great final blow. Okay, come on. Loki can fly. That's all I have to say about this. Can he really? Yes, he should be able to. Does he fly in? I don't know. He, he can. 
Ooh, that's painful. Well, maybe he can fly, he just does Well, that's how he survives. He, he falls and he flies off. When they can't see him. Sure. Thor in this universe, he just can't fly. Because sure. Thor can only fly with Aaron, or he else can fly. Yeah. that. He puts the hand. The audience cracked up laughing. Well, he doesn't. He, he said he didn't really want to fight him. Sure. He just, like, sit out. Because it kind of fits his sense of humor. Thor is kind of a sense of humor in this. I love this lighting up here. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a Lex Luthor uh, Superman kind of battle here. Yeah. Well, Lex Luthor is always. He wants to put Superman in a situation where his strength can't help him win. Yeah. And that's what he does with Thor. But this is perfect. This is this is the North Mist through and through. Yeah. You know, you know, sacrificing his love for the heroic yeah. choice or to save the death, save the king. Yeah. It's very I agree. Shakespearean North and South, whatever you want to say. Very classic. Get out of the water. That was cool. How does the water flow? <laughs> well, it's like it's like on the edge of the world. Do you know, it's, the, it's kind of the idea that the world is flat. It's you know, you can sail off the edge of the world. Yeah. That kind of thing. And it just floats. Floats away. I like this part here. How this fight ended. Yeah. Where they still give Loki a chance. I know. For forgiveness. Yes. And really, this is what makes um, Asgard like a higher society compared to ours. Mm -hmm. Because they deal with things in a higher way instead of relying on things like execution and stuff. Yeah. Because I mean really Odin was like we'll work it out I love you like a son. I, I, I don't want to lose you. You know we'll work this out. Right. They're both sad about this. Of course. You know. Well Thor especially. Well Thor wasn't around to understand everything that was going on either. Mm -hmm. Like he's like I left. And I'm back, and you're crazy. What's what you know? Well, it's the same thing. When he returns, when Thor returns, he's changed. He's heroic. He's yeah. exactly the opposite of what he was before and what Loki is now. Well, and I think part of Thor, and we may see this in the second movie, the Avengers the spell, they blame himself for this. Yeah. Like he might be like, I was so vain that I didn't see my brother in trouble. You're and then he so vain. Songs about you. You're so well, and even with Jane, like he, Thor, I think in a way felt he deserved it. Yeah, that he deserved to lose her because of the way he acted. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. But 
I do understand what you're saying. Clouds! And water. Yeah, that, that's kind of a cool idea how they did that. With Asgard, like it's up in the sky. Mm-hmm. Kind of idea instead of like where wrong. It's almost, yeah. It's almost more like another dimension, and the Bifrost breaks the dimensional barriers. Yeah. But more supposedly traveling by light speed is breaking two dimensions. Well, that's, that's what the concept. Yeah. Bifrost would be. Yeah, it, it, it's breaking space and time. Yeah. This light speed. So, I don't think Bifrost is. Yeah. That's a little bit of stuff, fun. Swords and axes and knives. It's interesting to say how it's different. It's like Cap Shield. That's a very cool cinematic effect. Yes, to see on screen. Well, don't forget the other, only other time we've seen a superhero on film use a hammer was in Shaquille O'Neal's Steel. Oh God. Good no, we are not doing a commentary on that. What about Supergirl? No, Superman Four. No, Superman Four. Oh no. Then we'll hear about my theory of how I fear Well, we're actually going to do Superman in terms of something. We may do. Yeah. We are. And you're recording with us Sunday, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, and I like that little spark right now. The new song. They have all their equipment back. I wish. That's cool. Because they got cold. Yeah. There's the Thor's file. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to figure this out, too. Yes! Yeah. It was a very open-ended movie. It didn't end the way I wanted it People to. People were like, that's it? I would have rather... Like, what? Thor fallen with Loki. And Thor been trapped on Earth. God, that's where, yeah. That's where I thought it was going. That's, that's what I thought, too. And then I went the whole opposite way. I'm like, whoa! Yeah. But, they, but I guess that's cool. No, it's very cool. Way. But still, I was like, okay. It'll make his return to Earth at the beginning of the Avengers movie. And see, look, even in these credits, 
you see how far Asgard really is from Earth. Yeah, and all the other nine realms. I mean, you see that it's all really different. And you kind of saw that, see that in Captain America, which we'll be reviewing next. Well, and, and the other thing is, the question of how Thor is going to get back to Earth has created a big debate. Yeah. To build the fight. I mean, you and I have been talking about ways, even to this commentary, of how we think he's going to get back and what's going to happen, and how that's going to go down. But I'm getting more excited for the next week. Yeah. After watching this. And we honestly don't even know. Exactly. So. But man, just, you're right, this music really is just. Oh, yeah. What was that his name? Patrick Doyle. Congratulations. Sir. Yeah, it was, it was the guy who wants to find out. He was not the friend. Oh, and the, the actor. Yeah. Different yeah. ways. Oh. The God of Thunder. Kenneth Branagh thought that was a very Another. powerful name. Thor. Thor. He's powerful. He was very adamant about the title being cool looking. Well, it's a cool name. And here's that song I told you about. The Foo Fighters song. What's it called? Walk. Walk? Yes. Let's see, what is the name of the character? Fandral, Joss Dallas. Fandral. Fandral, is that he's Prince Charming on Once Upon a Time. Again, Once Upon a Time started after this. So, well, Michael J. Straczynski is in the movie. He's probably one of the guys that grabbed the hammer. Probably. That is song of the That was probably the guy at first. Yep, I bet it was. The guy at first. I think it was him. Uh, also, a few people know this. Um, there were three creators of the Thor comic. Yes. The third person well, was Jack Kirby, of course, the famous artist. Stanley Jack Kirby. And Larry Weaver, who was Stanley's brother. Believe it or not, didn't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. So, yep. It's created by Stanley and his brother. I like this. Who was a comic book writer. I like this movie. Another. Yeah, well, we are going to get another. Suna. Suna. I want the Avengers to assemble. Wouldn't it be cool if there was like, a, like an Avengers restaurant? And the way you got more drink is by doing that. Like that's how you do free will. I think we know what our new project is that. Oh no. To create the Avengers Assemble Cafe. That sounds like something they would have at Disney World. It could be at Disney World. Yeah, I can think you want more Or Disneyland in California. Around the Marvel Studios. Yes. Except Marvel Studios is like a office building. And then they go to Avengers Assemble Cafe for lunch. And dinner. And have eggs for breakfast because Thor likes eggs. We need to do a Thor bit. A Thor bit might happen. Because that voice is hilarious. I doth enjoy using the full voice. I'm laughing now. Joe, for audience laughs. I hope so too. This is a fun commentary. It's a fun movie. It's a very fun movie. With the full smile and the effects. And the story by J. Michael Sharminsky. You know, this was a movie that scared me out of my mind. Go to the theater. I was like, is this going to work? Can I edit it with a smile on my face? 
And the audience to the movie that I saw it with were Thor fans. The fact that they loved it, got a good laugh out of it. That was just like, this is nice. They might not have like people that are comic book fans. Bought it. So great work on everyone's part with this film. Yes, and you got to food, got to the food fighters as well. Yes. And Natalie Portman. And Natalie Portman. Yes. I like that woman. I like it for much. You know, this would actually work. Some of the concepts they use for this movie would work really good for an Aquaman film. You'd have to change it for Atlantis, but yes. You could just do that. Like he gets banished from Atlantis or something, I'm not sure. Well, actually, it's his mother who gets banished. Right. And it's raised by a lighthouse keeper, Thomas Kirk. Is true. And I think that could work if they used better special effects than they did the Green Lantern and some other things. Do what you did for the Aquaman pilot. It was a very good pilot. But I, I, I think Thor showed us that those types of ideas could work in a film. Just based on the success of this movie. Prime example. I, I think so. Fantasy films should be made. Or like it, this movie. You're just trying to come up with epic ways to say things. You see right through me, Daddy. Like Sif, but it's all through Loki. Yes. Except Sif was a girl, and Loki was a villain. I can't that better than really. Just making sure. This. We're getting toward the end of our comment. Yeah, it's a lot. Look at all these people in this movie. I know. That's why it must have been so good. There are so many working on it. But we all fans. No kidding. The entire movie was CGI. Well, most of it, anyway. Too bad we can't get Chris on here. On our podcast, you guys can do a Thor, a Thor off, the Thor off, Thor talking content. Ah, the yes, the song. I can help. Like new swap. Sounds kind of like filmed in New Mexico. It was actually filmed on location. That's amazing. And it's and in NASCAR. Larry Lieber, like you said. Hey, Ralph Macchio. What? Why Ralph Macchio? He's the publisher of this account. He does the ultimate comments. Oh. Yes. Golden return in the Avengers. Yes. Isn't that exciting? He's very excited. Because it's going to be great. But here's the final scene. Yes. Dr. Eric Selvig returns as well. That might take place in the Avengers movie. It could be directed. There he is. Sam Jackson. He wears an eye patch like my father told me. You like all that for us, are Oh, right. He wears it on the wrong eye.
believed word it is. Well, they knew about it from a part of the Red Skull, right? Correct. This is where they find this cube. Yes. Okay, we will discuss more about this cube in our commentary on Captain America. Yes. In our next edition of the Avengers. It calls me cube. And then there'll be the ball trickster. Which gives a big hug. Because there he is again, he's in the background of the rest of his hair. That's happened in the, in the comics though. Yes. Where he's in the background of the rest of Very much with what happens between him and Norman Osborn. Yeah, it's almost like he's in an astral realm or Where he's like Castiel in that one episode of Supernatural. Right. Exactly. Because discussion for our ATA episode we cover Superman. So with that, you guys, we're going to close it out on another edition of Rope to the Adventures. So thank you for joining us for Thor. Guys, hope you enjoyed the movie with us. Yes. We enjoyed watching it. I hope you enjoyed Michael's Thor voice as well. <laughs> it was really great. Again, Michael, if you're a Thor voice, do you want to tell everyone what movie we're going to be covering next? Absolutely. We only have one more movie to cover on our ATA Road to the Avengers series of commentaries. And that movie is Captain America, the first Avenger. Which, well, it, well, it's the last movie before the Avengers. We're excited about it. Yes, chronologically the first. And if you want to give us any of your thoughts on anything we cover, on our across, on across the airwaves, or your thoughts on the adventures we'll be coming up, or any of the films we discussed, or anything we say in our commentary, feel free to contact us by visiting our website at www.acrosstheairwaves.com. And there you can email us at acrosstheairwaves.gmail.com. Also, you can contact us through Facebook, Twitter, at Across Airwaves. There's no law in there, it's just Across Airwaves. Or you can hit us up on Google Plus. Also, we have a voicemail, which you can contact us at, and you can check out previews and promos for the Avengers movie on our YouTube channel. So check that out, and Michael also has a really cool trailer for our Road to the Avengers podcast miniseries. Yes. It's very cool, and you can check out that there as well. And also, for an easy way to communicate with us, you can download our Android app which is available by clicking the link on the right-hand side of our page. And with that app, you can listen to all of our podcast episodes, including this commentary, through your cellular phone. So with that, for my Across the Airways co-host, Nico Reifstech, and Michael's ATA Retro Reviews co-host, Luke Kidd, I'm Dan Schmidt, and I'm Michael J. Petty. And until next week, or I guess commentary we're going to. We will catch you on the airway. See you guys. Thanks for joining us. And look forward to Captain America. See ya. Farewell, friends.